Support comes from Sunshine Behavioral Medicine, providing individual and group counseling to the neurodivergent and neurotypical alike. More information at sunshine2000.com. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Joining us by Skype is Congresswoman Terry Sewell of Alabama's 7th Congressional District. Building back Selma is the goal for her hometown after the EF2 January 12th tornado. With a congressional delegation, Congresswoman Sewell is also participating in the Selma Bridge Crossing Jubilee, and she comments on several projects with which she's involved. Congresswoman Terry Sewell, thank you so much for joining us today from the Selma Interpretive Center. Well, thank you so much for the invitation. You have really been busy since the January 12th tornado hit Selma, the EF2. Can you tell me what you've been doing to help the people of Selma? Well, you know, I arrived um, into Birmingham Airport at 2 p.m. the day of the storms, January 12th. And to say the least, my phone was abuzz with text messages and calls regarding the, the tornado. And as you know, Selma is not only in my district, it's my beloved hometown, And so I proceeded to immediately drive to Selma, Alabama. By the time I got to Selma, as I proceeded across the Edmund Pettus Bridge at dusk, it was dark, just every street after street dark and every street full of devastation. And my heart just sank. But since then, we've been working with local officials, the mayor, the city council, county commission, the EMA director for Dallas County and the state EMA as well as working with state officials, um, the governor and the governor's office has been just tremendous, trying to make sure that we get the resources we need so that my constituents can get the disaster assistance that they require and that the city can try to build back better, can really get to the recovery and, and rebuild stage. So I'm in Selma today, had a really successful meeting with the city council and the mayor regarding the most recent order from the federal government. I led a letter with other members of the Alabama congressional delegation, as well as our senators, asking President Biden to give us additional resources, 100% federal match for all the public assistance that's needed instead of the 75% match, which was the standard. As you can imagine, Selma could not afford the 25% local match. And it was imperative if we were to get recovery under the way and get the debris removed and try to build back better that we have 100% federal participation. And so I want to thank the president and the governor and everybody who helped to make that happen and just elated that we have 100% federal match for the debris removal. Congresswoman Sewell, you're looking around at the job to be done, and it is huge. So can you tell me what the time frame is for this debris removal? A hundred percent can be for a, a period of 30 days that the state, the governor, and the state EMA director determine. So I think that people will start seeing the debris removed that's in the right of way. All the contractors wanted to be assured that they were going to get paid, and now that we've gotten the assurance that there's going to be 100% reimbursement from the federal government, I believe we'll start to see uh, those big piles of debris removed. You know, I think that it's going to take a while. This is not a sprint. It's a marathon. You know, I think that the biggest thing for individual assistance at this point is for folks to know that the deadline to file with FEMA, to register with FEMA, 
is March 16th. And while we've gotten a lot registered already, we still have a lot more that need to be registered. And so I just want your listening audience to know that they can register for FEMA by calling FEMA's 1-800 number or visiting one of the disaster recovery sites in Selma or going online to FEMA.gov. Our operations manager here at Troy Public Radio, Kyle Gassett, has been in Selma reporting for NPR on the situation. And, of course, everyone is talking about building back Selma. He's also hearing about bridging the racial divide. This is an opportunity. How do you see that? I absolutely. You know, out of the ashes come this opportunity to reimagine my hometown, Selma, Alabama, and to build it back better. And no part of our community should be left out of that process of long-term recovery and rebuild. And so I think this is a perfect opportunity for Selma to unite, all of Selma to unite around one specific purpose, and that is the purpose of bettering our city and making sure that it is there for future generations. All of us are vested in that front, and I look forward to having a series. I'm going to host a series of community conversations over the next few months with every facet of the community in Selma as we try to build a long-term recovery plan and then execute that plan by applying for state and federal grants and other opportunities that can help us rebuild Selma. Speaking of opportunities, I recently talked with a member of the Selma Dallas County Historic Preservation Society about the buildings that were affected, the historic buildings. There is a $750,000 grant from the National Park Service for the restoration of the historic Tabernacle Baptist Church in Selma. Were you instrumental in getting that grant? Well, Obviously, I advocate for all of my constituents, and I'm particularly proud of the fact that my office and uh, with my support that the National Park Service and the Department of Interior has seen the need for historic preservation of historic churches. So, yes, the $750,000 for the historic tabernacle just was announced, but we also will announce soon a $1.5 million grant for the historic Brown Chapel AME Church. And this is the second grant that will go to Brown Chapel. And, you know, it's a wonderful way for us to preserve the history for future generations and at the same time acknowledge that these churches that were part of history are living, breathing testament to the fight and struggle for equality and justice for all. The Selma Bridge Crossing Jubilee is getting underway, so what will you be doing with the Jubilee? I will be inviting um, a host of my colleagues from Congress, a bipartisan delegation, through the Faith and Politics Institute to tour Birmingham, Montgomery, and of course Selma, and I look forward to having my colleagues visit my hometown and see the devastation firsthand as I ask them to appropriate more money to assist in the disaster recovery for Selma. And and I think that this is a great opportunity for us to do just that. So I'll be hosting a delegation, a bipartisan delegation of members of Congress to come to the district and to Selma. You serve on the House Armed Services Committee. Is there any update you want to give the listeners on the F-35, which is being named in honor of the Tuskegee Airmen and based here in Alabama? Well, I'm excited about the F-35 project. That was a project that myself and former Congresswoman Martha Roby were able to deliver for the state of Alabama. And we look forward to um, the F-35s coming straight to Montgomery Danley Field and the 187th Air National Guard, the fighter wing 
also known as Red Tails, uh, to be able to have the most up-to-date, latest and greatest fighter jet that we have in our fleet. So I'm really excited about that project. Well, finally, Congresswoman Sewell, at this point, are you optimistic that we can build back Selma? I am optimistic. I'm always a a glass-half-full kind of girl. Uh, Hope does always spring eternal. But I do believe that with the 100% federal cost share. And with the cooperation that I've seen with the city and the state and the county and federally working together, we will rebuild Selma back better. And we will use this tragedy and make it the opportunity that it is to really restore Selma and restore it better. Is there anything else you want your listeners in Alabama, Florida, and Georgia to know? That we're Selma strong. That means that our district is a resilient district. The city of Selma in Dallas County brought us the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. And that Selma strong does mean that that resilience would lead to uh, rebuilding and we will rebuild this beautiful historic city back better. Thank you so much for your visit today by Skype. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share what I did share. That was Congresswoman Terry Sewell of Alabama's 7th Congressional District talking about her beloved hometown of Selma and its future. She is in Selma along with a congressional delegation for the Bridge Crossing Jubilee. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio. Support comes from the Janice Hawkins Cultural Arts Park on the main campus of Troy University. Featuring the International Arts Center, the Fred Nall Hollis Museum, and the Hua Baozhu Gallery. More information at troy.edu slash artspark.